It's the AA Show Adios Archetype Show for June 21st, 2023. How's it going? How's it going? Well, Kat is sleeping, so for once, this podcast episode is very, very, very quiet. And I thought I was going to have a Pride Week related topic, you know, but you know what? Let's cover that a little bit. It, it, since it is a Pride Month, I got to talk about some of the things that's happening, including, you know, Anthony Bass last week. Thanks for uh, for those that listened and then uh, share thoughts offline with me on it. Uh, some of you agree. Some of you think Anthony Bass should have been, you know, canned to the kicked to the can right off the bat, uh, which I don't agree with. Um, you know, but I think Kevin Gossman's wife, uh, I after I released the episode, um, said had some thoughts about being ignorant and yada yada yada, all that, and showing support, which is basically what I was saying. So I'm glad that I have my own ally next to it. Um, and apparently some of the some of the teammates in Toronto weren't happy how it was handled to begin with. So, you know, I guess Anthony Bass was on thin ice. But to be honest, I'm just going like, well, then go after the other teammates who might have shared that ignorant shit if that is really what the hell happened. Um, so anyways, you know, I I don't understand. I never understood the whole Dylan Levy situation. I think people are going up in arms about it for no reason. And then the Bud Light, why are you blaming them for you know, just reaching out to one of the hottest things to promote your product, right? It's not... And then Target also. I think these so-called conservatives, which I cannot call conservatives conservatives anymore. I can't call liberals the liberals anymore because exact thing that they want to they preach and stand on from the literal definition of their political philosophy ain't exactly it. Uh, at this point, um, so I give up. But so whatever these right side of the fucking nut jobs that are just losing their shit, having the rage fit, and I find it fascinating that I don't know they're the ones trying to cancel now. It's like the situation has reversed again, where what was it? The Heritage Foundation for America, you know, the Parents Against the whatever Parents and Television Council, all these groups, the the real conservative groups. They were conserving family values, man, and all that shit where they're just protesting against video games, content, and all that. You know, I, I, it's coming back to that, you know? I, I feel like we're normalizing where things were, at least the normalcy that I remember from 20 years ago. So when people go protest, start shooting up Bud Light you know, boxes, and I just go like, why? What are you proving? It's just, you're, you're just... You're shooting at the Bud Light box, and then I just go put the 12-pack, 24-pack, and I'm like, you're just shooting at your insecurity and burning your thing. It's so fucking dumb. It's so Neanderthal. It is so unintellect way of, like, handling things. Just as, you know, like, you know, I'm just, I, I don't know. I can't think of a liberal equipment of, equivalence of it other than, oh, uh, you know, just canceling for sake of canceling. People get mad at shutting down and all that stuff. That's not exactly your liberalism either, you know? I, I, I miss when ACLU literally protected everybody, including the white supremacists. That was 20 years ago. It's like, hey, it's a free speech, right? But now ACLU is like not a literal form of a liberal anymore. <laughs> They're being politically correct about this and that, you know? So not going to the First Amendment, you know, the freedom of speech and whatnot. I'm a little disappointed. You know, ACLU 10 years ago would have protected Rush Limbaugh 
while Bill O'Reilly gets mad at him for being the most dangerous organization in America. I think he said this 2005, 2006, you know, war and Christmas and all that Fox News nonsense. Like, war and Christmas, what in your fucking head? And then all these people are having war on corporations, you know. Yada, yada, yada. So, anyways, I feel like, unfortunately, you know, people are mixing up pride and then, like, children, sexuality, gender, all those things. Everybody's having an overreaction. I think some, you know, a lot of people also see that with this whole thing. Dylan Malavy, again, if you listen to me the last three minutes, I had said nothing about Dylan at all. I'm just talking about the people who react the way they do, which I guess is a genesis as a whole, you know, podcast. Again, going back to the original problem statement that Colin Kaepernick was presenting when he was kneeling for the anthem. Oh, by the way, I bought a, I bought a, whatever, one of those, a patriotic sounding thing from the Ollie's uh, Bargain Mile store where they had those like kneel for the, uh, <laughs> stand for the flag, kneel for the, you know, whatever. And then I just like kneel for the freedom or some shit. I just bought it because, you know, it's made in China. And then I, I wanted to, I think I said this last week, I just wanted to write shit on it, but I haven't still decided what I wanted to write over. Anyways, I wanted to talk about Harry and Meghan. Because apparently, if I start talking about, hey, buddy, I know, I know, Wayne is crying in the back, our cat over here. And I just go, I, I want to, I want to, hang on, why are you crying, buddy? Are you crying? Are you crying, Wayne? Listen to him. All right, it picked up a little bit there. You know, Wayne is also crying because he's sad. He's sad. Our cat is very, very sad that uh, the podcast has ended. The experiment has ended with Spotify and Harry and Meghan and whatever their fucking company was called. So, you know, I'm reading the article from the LA Times. Prince Harry and Meghan Markle cut ties with Spotify. So why are they facing backlash? Uh, I'm sure there's a reason why. So they had a dramatic fallout with the other day. And then it's, all, it's been two years already. So if you want to go back and listen to my criticism of, you know, Meghan, uh, I think it's one of the higher listened episodes in the last two years or so at this point or last year to be honest i think like does megan know what archetypes is uh i share that episode where the hell was it where did it go come on bk you should have done your research beforehand uh episode two something you know two something three something i did whatever whatever oh my god it was september 22 episode 285 does megan know what our archetypes are so go listen to that episode to you know hear me more on it and more more megan criticism i think i had other episodes to this you know i don't think that lib marriage is legit blah 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 although they had two kids so i'm not gonna knock that at this point it's an old argument from three years ago so <coughs> the archwell audio that's what the company is called uh, last Thursday, I'm reading a paragraph here from LA Times, uh, Arch, uh, Archwell Audio and Spotify announced in a joint statement that they have mutually agreed to part ways nearly three years after the ex-royal signed to produce the podcast and audio shows for steaming giants. Since the ending of the uh, Archwell Audio has released one audio series, The Archetypes, and a 30-minute 2020 holiday special. Yeah. And I'm like, Whatever. And hours after uh, breakup, Ringer founder, the Bill Simmons, who's also in the Spotify network, who's ahead of the Spotify's podcast innovation and monetization. I didn't know that he was ahead of this. Bill Simmons called out the couple. Quote, let's say I wish I had been involved in Meghan and Harry leave Spotify negotiation. He said on the Friday's episode of his self-titled podcast, Bill Simmons podcast. He continued, the F fucking grifters, that's the podcast we should have launched them. I got to get drunk one night and tell, 
tell the story of the Zoom I had with Harry to try to help him with a podcast idea. Unquote. Um, in January, Simmons, you know, who sold the Ringer Network to Spotify in 2020, also said he was embarrassed to share Spotify with Prince Harry. Uh, you live in fucking Mont Montecito. Uh, and you s just sell documentaries and podcasts, and no one cares what you have to say about anything unless you talk about the royal family and you just complain about them, he said. That remark took aim at the affluent California coastal community Harry and Meghan moved to after leaving the United Kingdom and likely referenced their series of bombshell revelations since, including their Oprah Winfrey interview and then the whatever spare, yada, yada, yada. So... All right, I'm back. I'm back way after many hours <laughs> when I initially recorded this. Well, so basically, going back to the article, another thing that was mentioned here. Oh, are you ready for this juice? So, Pod News reported Monday, the 19th, that the former suit star, Megan, allegedly faked interviews for her podcast. The website reported multiple interviews were allegedly conducted by other staffers and Megan's questions are later edited into the final product okay what the fuck <laughs> the outlet did not specify whether conversations with celebrities or archetypes expert sources were the interviews in question um uh, I guess neither really got back into the exact you know, comment to this other than, well, I think I saw one separate article that said, oh, well, they did clarify that some, some were, like, done by the some staffer, some parts of the question. And there were photos where Megan took pictures with Mindy Kaling and Lisa Ling. And I'm sure the Mariah Carey conversation was also done in person because when that conversation went, which we talked about in episode 25, it sounded pretty legit to me. So, there is that. I, I am not going to knock, you know, this editing thing. Because I just go, well, some of them she did. But the fact that only 12 episodes came out is more of an issue. Uh, Archwell produced one season, 12 episodes of the Archetypes podcast. The final episode featured the ex-Daily Show host Trevor Noah, Robert Andy Cohen, and filmmaker Judd Apatow. Um, as the reports of the Megan's alleged edited interview spread, the members of the Archetype team defended the podcast and the social media and they did you know tweet that we did occasionally have producers do interviews though never the main ones uh scott added we never added her qu question asking questions into interviews that the producers conducted uh so yeah you know and then you know there are a lot of layoffs and like cut spending that's been going on because i was I, I think that's part of the thing that i was knocking is like she makes money doing this shit which is nothing. There's nothing they're adding to, which I think was what Bill Simmons is getting at. I was like, hey, you have such a platform and a voice. And then the only creative idea, the so-called idea, at least she can come up with, and Harry and Meghan is just bitching about the royals and then just like empowering them. And then the, what was the content of them empowering women? And I just go, nothing really happened out of it. Blah, 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 blah. So anyways, that was the article of it. And then I go, oh boy, oh boy. Well, I can't be as loud like I was earlier. Because I think I originally recorded this around 6 o'clock or so. And now it's about 11.16. So I don't want to wake people and the cat up in this house. So what what do I think? What do I think? What's, what's your hot take, PK? There is nothing to add. It just becomes a confirmation what I've, of what I suspected. 
and have observed, especially with Megan. Harry just going along with it. Who gives a shit? He's just a second child. I don't give a fuck about him, to be honest. I think they're really, they have, they're just one trick ponies, and now they're shafted, and they gotta start actually fucking working. They thought they had a fucking deal coming to America, just riding on the coattails of the royal family, and just sharing the dirt like the way they, they did, and then be some kind of icons and get a PR people to do it. And then I think a lot of the celebrities in Hollywood also realize that these guys are not dense. These guys are superficially at a surface level more than they thought. And the fact that some of these celebrities really gave these two a fucking chance, including Mariah Carey, George Clooney's, and those people apparently in the very beginning of it, Bill Simmons, I guess, had to because he was, you know, this is a Spotify effort. And it's like, we got to get content. We got to get content. But I'm also pretty sure what has happened after these 12 episodes came out was that the numbers have definitely tanked. We don't know what the visibility of these are, especially behind the private page. You know, the metrics that Spotify carries. It's like trying to figure out what the Nielsen ratings are for Netflix, which we don't have. They just go, oh, just the blind faith, and then just, you know, you believe the power of Netflix, and then you go with it. And I just go like, they wouldn't have let this go if these numbers perform well. And I'm sure in the curiosity factor to it, of a debut of any show, they'll get the traction of it. That's what happened to the Mariah Carey interview. That's why I kind of listened to the first, you know, three episodes or so to make sure that it's not a one-time thing that happened. And you know what I realized after I listened to those three? I just go, this girl is a dodo. This guy is a dodo. They're both nothing. They absolutely add nothing to the society whatsoever. They're just rehashing all the subjects and the topics that other people already covered. And they're just picking up the pieces and never really cover the problem itself. It's about them. It's about their difficulty. They are the forever chasing heroes in their narrative, in the story. That, to me, is just a laziest way to make fucking money when there are actual people out there producing actual goods, good fucking content, and actually being creative about it, Find good ways to share the narrative of it. What I I didn't I don't even have to watch a Netflix show if I know what the image of it looks like from the fucking Spotify. So I'm gonna say, uh, print, no longer Prince. I guess he's still a Prince. Harry, of Windsor, and Meghan Markle go get a fucking real job. I mean seriously, like you need to go get a real fucking job like some of the other monarchs and then in other countries do. Like in Sweden, Norway, Spain, yada, 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 all those fucking places. Japan even. Get a real fucking job. Like, money has run out. You can explain to your children that like, hey, we came back to America for better of your life. And uh, yeah, that's why we're here since. And then just go, this is a failure of a British experiment. And only parallel that I can think of are David and Victoria Beckham when they came to America about 16 years ago 
15 years ago in 2008, they started trying to get some like reality TV show deals with like Posh Spice and all that stuff. And you know what it ended up being? You know, the initial facade of David Beckham in the LA Galaxy was great, but the sustainability factor to it, nothing really existed after. Did MLS advance to the next stratosphere that people anticipated? Not really. And they got messy 17 years later, you know, trying to attempt the same thing, but I just doubt it. David and Victoria Beckham proved that no one gives a shit about the United Kingdom shit in America. And there's no sustainability factor to it because there's no appeal to them after the initial little bit of it. And it, it, it doesn't mean that every British celebrity fails in America. That's not true because otherwise Harry Styles and the rest of the singers and all those, they succeed. But you know why they succeed relative to David and Push and Harry and Meghan? Because these other artists actually carry some merit and do some fucking work and actually bring the work to America for us to appreciate them. Look at all the different bands that they got. Oh, hell, even Royal Blood does more than these fucking four that I just mentioned. So, get out there, fucking grind, hustle properly, because hustle and grind are two different things. So, go out there and fucking get it. Instead of sitting on your laurels, laurels and then just fucking doing nothing. Moaning about the same shit I heard two, three years ago. That's all I got to say. But anyways, I'm going to keep this quiet and end it here. And I got to get up early tomorrow morning. If you thanks for listening, you know, email me at a-show.com. Email me at a-show.com. And then uh, have a great rest of the week. And then it's officially summer. Summer solstice as this episode comes out. Longest day of the fucking year. Then uh, we'll see you one week after the summer begins. Peace out. <laughs>